all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Brought to you by LIC. Good morning to everyone. It is the final trading day of the week and I am Hormus Fatakia here to tell you all that you need to know on the 19th of February. The BMC has issued fresh COVID-19 guidelines for the city stating that residential buildings with more than five active cases will be sealed. Police personnel have now been authorized to find citizens roaming without masks. Travelers arriving in the city from Brazil will be put into compulsory institutional quarantine for a period of seven days. Mumbai reported a total of 736 COVID cases as of Thursday evening, along with four deaths. Active cases in the financial capital have now risen past 6,000. Fewer passengers took to the skies in January as the pandemic continued to impact air travel demand. DGCA data showed that domestic air passenger traffic fell 40% year-on-year in January. Airlines flew just over 77 lakh passengers last month as compared to nearly 1.3 crore passengers in January 2020. Indigo continues to have the highest market share at 54.3%. IDFC First Bank plans to raise as much as 3,000 crore rupees, its second fundraising proposal in less than a year. The lender had earlier raised 2,000 crore rupees in June last year through an institutional share sale. IDFC First Bank shares are the top performers on the Nifty Bank Index so far this year, with gains of 57%. Bharti Airtel added the most active subscribers in 14 months, adding over 5.5 million new users in December, according to data from the telecom regulator. While Reliance Geo added 3.2 million new subscribers, its gross subscriber addition was the lowest since December 2019. Bharti Airtel managed to add more gross subscribers than Geo for the fifth straight month. However, Vodafone Idea continues to lose subscribers, losing another 1.5 million in December. The loss of gross subscribers in December for the telecom major was the highest in the last nine months. Oil India has announced that it will bid to acquire BPCL's 61.6% stake in the Numaligad refinery in consortium with Engineers India. The right of first offer will be exercised by the Assam government, which holds 12.3% stake in that refinery. The Numaligad refinery is the largest customer of Oil India's crude produced from its northeastern fields. Oil India says that the acquisition will improve synergies in its portfolio. The Ministry of Corporate Affairs has extended the rules relating to significant beneficial ownership to limited liability partnerships. In a website notification, the Ministry has asked the designated partners in LLPs to be ready for the compliance requirements. Besides disclosures on significant beneficial ownership, the notification also suggests that individuals will have to limit their role as a partner to only a prescribed number of limited liability partnerships. On to international news now, Double Line Capital Chief and Gold Bull Jeffrey Gundlach now believes that Bitcoin can be a better trade as compared to gold. In a tweet, Gundlach wrote that while he has been neutral on both dollar and gold, the cryptocurrency can turn out to be what he calls the stimulus asset. Bitcoin is currently trading lower at the $51,700 mark, down for the second straight day. Applications for U.S. state unemployment insurance jumped to a four-week high, indicating that the labor market is suffering fresh setbacks even as the coronavirus pandemic shows signs of ebbing. Claims rose 13,000 from the prior week to over 8.6 lakh, according to Labor Department data. 
This impact was seen on Wall Street as all three benchmark indices ended lower overnight. Oil prices are trading lower as well this morning after news of the Texas oil patch gradually restarting production post the cold snap. People familiar with the matter told Bloomberg that three companies have begun using restored power from local grids or generators to restart output across the Eagle Ford Shale Basin. While traders expect the production to be restored within a few days, Citigroup estimates that at least 1 million barrels per day of the Permian Basin oil output can remain offline over the next 10 days. Among other commodities, lumber futures hit a record high on Thursday, while copper prices in London hit a new eight-year high. With that, it's now over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup of the day. Morning Neeraj, we've given up gains for the week now, courtesy the three-day drop. Are there any signs of a rebound? How are we set up today? Thanks, Ormuz. Well, the world is not looking as bad a place, courtesy Janet Yellen. Because while the markets were very skittish yesterday, the US markets I'm talking about, the stock futures in the US are flat in overnight trading after Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen said that a large COVID relief package is still needed for a full recovery in the US. Remember, aside of yields, this is the other thing that everybody's looking out for, in addition to, of course, the vaccination drive. But I would reckon for our markets, if the dollar index continues to gain and if, in, and if yields or inflation globally uh, continue to show signs of an uptick, it could sour the equity mood. But it's unlikely that the Indian markets will have significant outflows unless both of these turn out to be true. So for now, let's wait and watch. I guess that's the order of the day. Domestically, I think today PSUs and oil and gas, which had a large traction yesterday, can be in focus today as well. I'll be closely watching out for BPCL because of the Numaligar news, as well as NMDC for the Donimalai news, but specifically BPCL today. And it might have a rub-off effect on the other oil marketing companies too. Just that, keep in mind, PSUs were the flavor Yes, yesterday already. I think six of the top 10 nifty gainers were PSU stocks. And also watch out for the city gas distribution companies, right? Uh, valuations are still very reasonable compared to most of the other sectors. And there is visibility of growth for sure. If you heard all the building material companies or ceramic tile companies talk about Morbi and the expansion plans there, I mean... They would need gas. Uh, I think one an interesting report that has come out is from Jefferies, wherein they've come out with a note on housing and the second order beneficiaries, which is a good read for the building material stocks. They cite a super cycle for the next three years with upsides of anywhere between 70 to 90% for uh, Godrej properties, Supreme Industries, Kajaria Ceramics. It's an interesting note. All in all, um, from the market's perspective, I think it might pay to be light on trading positions considering that the world is looking a skittish place, but individual pockets could be pretty strong and maybe investors should focus on those. Have a great day, everybody. Uh, please wear your masks, stay safe and have a great weekend. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IBM Podcast app? On the IBM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IBM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. Brought to you by LIC. 